0: Welcome to Doors of Perception. Here we discuss a multitude of topics, mostly woo or woo adjacent, and we do it in the only way we know how, through the doors of our own perspective. As these are our own opinions, the beliefs, ideals, and thoughts discussed here are that of our own, and those are allowed to change and evolve as we do. We're glad to have you listen along.
1: today we're here to talk about protection and we're going to move into also setting space possibly talking about the
2: grid a little bit definitely talking about following your own intuition and where you're led um there are things that I've been guided to do that Shanna is not guided to do. And Shanna is like the grid master of the three of us here. So. And I think we all have our, we all
1: have our things, right? Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I got into this conversation with someone in a, a separate like community from the one that we belong to together. And they got really like defensive of when I started asking questions. You're like we shouldn't have to compare this or that it's like then you feel like you're good or I'm or I'm not good enough because this person's doing this I was like dude don't you want to just learn about other like, other perspectives and maybe that can just like trigger you know like if I'm having yeah. a protection problem within my space I'm gonna look out and see like what other people are doing and it might trigger something that's like oh, then I can go in and look and be like, yeah, that does feel true, you
2: know? And that's interesting, the different perspectives, because I would have thought the same thing as you. I would want to know about, you know, 20 different options and then find the one that feels right for me instead of just being given one perspective and then trying to make that perspective work when it might not work.
1: Right. Like that feels like,
2: like religion
1: religion yes (laughs) exactly exactly
2: (laughs) oh nailed it
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: and that was that was a projection on their part like if you don't feel like a projection of protection like i am good enough at something, I don't want to compare notes. (laughs) Like I don't want to, I don't want to know how you do it because I do, but I don't want to tell you how I do it because I don't feel secure in how I do it, you know?
2: But maybe that's just part of your growth process. You can say, I am learning and I would love to hear your perspective. And when I feel like I know more on it, if you would like me to share my perspective, then I would be happy to share it with you then.
0: There are a million trillion things on this earth that I don't know enough about to have an opinion All of us,
1: all of us. (laughs) So
0: uh, that is perfectly fine.
1: Well, and sometimes like, sometimes I think even like as a teacher, Like you're learning something, you know, even like when I was teaching art all the time when I was actually like in a classroom, I was learning a project like right before I taught it to my students, right? So sometimes teachers are just people that have experienced it and not saying that like, you know, everything that comes out of my word means like I'm trying to teach everyone, but sometimes I just have to experience it and then I wanna talk it out. And like, see, like, I want to get some feedback on it. I want to see what it sounds like coming out of my mouth and like how it resonates and how people are kind of um, interacting with it. So then it kind of gives me a deeper understanding of what I'm actually doing.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. You know, I love it. It's all about sharing experience and then growing from that.
1: When I am
0: teaching, which is like every day, all day, like I just like, that's, something i do i like to i like to learn so i like to be able to teach people things so um also when i'm teaching people things and when i sound like i am on my super high soapbox um i am always talking to myself when i am on that super high soap soapbox because that's like that's how if i'm gonna channel that's how i'm gonna channel is by getting on that super high soapbox right that's how my how my guides tend to talk to me um while i'm talking to other people it's lots of fun let me tell you to get humbled like that
2: Uh, i don't think that there's anything wrong with being on a soapbox though because it's like Mm -hmm. stand up and talk and if people don't want to listen then they are free to turn around and walk away
1: yeah and sometimes just speaking it brings it into more reality right like some you know Mm -hmm. the idea that our, our our thoughts and our voice and words like how powerful language is
2: absolutely I always love talking about like moving your manifestations down through the chakra systems just because like it starts with your thoughts it starts with your imagination and then you have to visualize it you speak it and then you feel it and then your goes down to your willpower and so you start doing things into your sacral chakra your creative chakra and then moves down into the root and it's grounded into reality i love that
1: i want i can talk a little bit about this grid especially because i have this bird that is yes in my
2: yeah this
1: bird (laughs) yes for y'all listening i have a goldfinch that is trying to get into my studio that Ironically started when I was doing a lot of work in here, energetic work, and then now it's like, all right, is there a message or are you just seeing yourself in the mirror? But anyways, like with with kind of protecting my space and paying attention to my land, like I've worked I've moved into this partnership with my with my property. And that means once I kind of kind of like Again, spoke that spoke those words out loud and said, "This is where I'm living. This is where I'm doing my work. So, what does that mean for like not only my home but also like surrounding me?" Um, and I'm I've gritted out with amethyst. I'm almost wondering if something else needs to happen. And by gritting out, I mean I've put amethyst in the four corners and I walk the corners and I envision it. When every night before I go to sleep, I envision my room. With my protection out and then i envision my whole land with the grid and a couple other things does anybody else do that before what? Go to sleep? shanna
2: you're <laughs> blowing my mind right now I'm because sorry. literally like so I didn't know it was called gritting out. I didn't, I had no idea I was doing that. So the thing that I was saying that like, I was doing something different is that (laughs) don't get freaked out listeners. (laughs) I was told to go get (laughs) some graveyard dirt. (laughs) And I know that sometimes that like some people get a little bit weirded out about graveyard dirt, but like the way that this all happened was so, was so profound and so beautiful. Like I was led to this space and Um, I just sat out on a bench and I glanced over to the right and there just happened to be a freshly dug grave. And I'm like, "Uh, okay. So I walked over there and as I looked at the tombstone, it says on it in brackets reinforcements. And I'm like, I see you. So I grabbed some of the, like the graveyard dirt. And then I did that. I walked the four corners of my house And I put a pinch of graveyard dirt around the four corners of my house and um, I had done like my intention afterwards and went to bed, didn't really think anything of it. And when I woke up in the morning in that hypnagogic state of waking up, I could feel like hundreds of things like beings just surrounding my house and not one of them like felt out of malice or anything they were all just standing there they were just like standing guard and i was like i have a sentinel outside my house now that's insane
0: (laughs) well that is beautiful that they all showed up for you um what made you choose amethyst Sean?
1: um it just it vibrates high um It felt strong enough. When I went to my local witchy store, I was like talking to the woman there who's really good about it. And I said, you know, I told her what I was doing. So she also helped. I said, I think I want to do it with amethyst. Like, is that strong enough? Is that enough? And she said, yeah, that can hold it. So yeah. So partly intuition, partly let me just make sure by someone that knows more than I do.
0: Okay, so basic crystal knowledge amethyst is a higher vibration and it is more associated with the third eye sometimes crown chakra but uh and in protection it would be more for that psychic protection kind of thing um it is less of a um it's not a stone that would be traditionally like used as protection. However, anything can be used as anything. Um, crystals carry by vib- their own vibration and they are suited to certain jobs better. However, just because I'm not suited to, um, doing dishes all day doesn't mean I can't or <laughs> something like that. Uh, but if you have like a selenite is suited to protection, um, black, black tourmaline is suited to protection and that it's like automatically set to that by, like protection um, mode. And in whatever it's doing besides will be protective also. So you can use crystals for whatever you want. You can program whatever crystals to and when I say program, you put you just like have the intention that they're for that and put that intention into that stone. Um, and it will work for whatever you want it to work for. It's not a, it's not set in stone what it is um, meant meant to be used for.
1: That's interesting because it also Especially yeah, it, it's um it, it's drawn a lot of attention. I mean I live I live in the woods. I have a flamingo mailbox, so maybe that also brings a little bit of attention, but I've just noticed since I've done a lot of work, um I get people that drive by super, super slow to the point where my husband um, bought like all sorts of surveillance because he thought people were like casing the giant and I'm just like all right it's okay like he's got to do what he's got to do but it also like I think it when you do this work and when you're really like working on yourself working on your space you're holding your crown at a certain you're holding everything in a certain vibration it's going to attract things and it's going to attract just like people that are just like what's going on there you know and that's Yeah, that's its own thing, right? And I guess it's like case by case. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Some people are see something um, going on and they're like curious. And some people are like wanting to... uh, There are people who do want to be destructive of other people's happiness, you know, because projections, Um, they don't, they want they wanna bring you to their level, whatever that level is. And at some point you have to just be like, I'm not coming down there. If you wanna come up here, come on up. <laughs> like, But uh, the curiosity is not a bad thing by any means. It's like, hey, what's going, what's going on? What do you do? I mean, clearly you're a very entertaining person who is super cool if you have a flamingo from flamingo mailbox i mean how many people have a flamingo mailbox
1: yeah Jess, did you notice any attention when you did when you did the work with the the dirt
2: um just like animals which I was going to bring up for your place too because if you're doing a lot of work um, I know that you are surrounded by woods and you could literally just be like calling in a bunch of animals and people might be like slowing down because they see them and then we also talked about the different energy that like you've your whole entire property is now giving off a different energy vibe and that there's other people that might be slowing down because they feel that energy vibe and they're like, what is this? Right. And so I think it's a, a, this and that sort of a thing. Um, and I definitely noticed an increase of like animals when I did, um, mine, (laughs) everybody knows that, well, not everybody knows. Everybody who knows me knows that crows are a big thing in my life. And um, there's an entire murder of crows that now live across the alley from me. I'm surrounded by birds all the time. There were raccoons that were around my house and I live in the middle of the city. Like (laughs) there were deer that came around the other day and I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) Like whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you can chalk things up to, to coincidence for so long, but like the amount of things here now on the property, yeah, that we haven't seen before. Snapping turtles, beavers, yeah, these, I think we had goldfinch before, but this one in particular is really at it.
2: Um, that one in particular really wants your attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Um.
1: But that's something, I mean, you know, we do attract just, you know, on like a base level, we do attract things as we are doing this work. And as it's, and you know, just even before we got on camera or on mic, you were saying, you know, that people are just, are coming to you and like talking about, you know, spiritual things or, or you know, whatever that, that hadn't, hadn't done that before
2: yeah like I'm getting recommendations to watch things on tv by people and it's all about like community living and like new earth life and stuff and I'm like this is wild somebody else just dropped like I want to quit my job and move out into the middle of the woods and I'm like I never thought that I'd hear you say that but I'll help you pack you know yeah it's a it's definitely in the collective because there's
1: There's a lot of things just happening. You know, I think we're starting to kind of feel the repercussions of being in quarantine for a year and like watching, I mean, even, yeah, my husband was talking about like at work, he works more of a like corporate education um, company and looking at his coworkers, like he's like, yeah, people are freaking out. They're acting strange. There's like weird like HR. And it's just like, how are people kind of reacting to all this while us, the people that have been doing like more of the internal work with the, you know, the work on the land and the protection, like what what does that mean for us? If we're staying grounded in, do we need to like amp up our protection? Do we need to like amp up like, you know, for empathic what we're pulling potentially pulling into ourselves and yeah, please talk because I feel like I'm like
2: I was going to say, I'm on my soapbox. (laughs) I think that the answer to that is yes. I think that the protection also goes along with energetic boundaries, and that everybody getting to know your empathic abilities, you need to know not only your own energy, but how to set up boundaries because we're all going to be clashing with each other's energy or have been clashing with everybody's energy. For our entire lifetimes, not knowing what we're doing. I myself, the more I get to know my own energy and my energetic boundaries, I'm like, do I have anxiety at all? Or do I just have really extreme empathic abilities and people's energy really affects me? And if I am not on lockdown, if I do not have my energetic boundaries put up, if I don't have my own protection put up, I'm affected. And that's not by saying, that I'm doing it out of fear. I'm not protecting myself because I think that I'll be hurt. I'm protecting my own energy so that I can thrive so that I can enjoy my life so that I can, you know, have fun during the day so that I don't feel drained so that I'm not crying over the death of a grandparent because I was scanning somebody's merchandise in and their grandparent had died. Like that was happening before. (laughs) And so it just is, really important to know about protection and energetic boundaries not only for the sake of actually protecting ourselves from yeah there are entities and spirits and ghosts and aliens and things that you can't see yeah we're gonna need protection from those things too but not any more than we already need it not knowing about it if that makes sense because they're already all around us so
0: I believe that like, like Shannon was saying, um, those of us that are grounding in and doing that work, I don't, I don't believe we have to do more protection, um, because we're already doing it. Like we're naturally as you grow in, in that, um, in that, I don't know if I want to call it in that, uh, like lifestyle or, um in that theology, I don't know what I want to call it, but in that way of life, um, you naturally protect your space more like just in what you're, you're doing in your whatever rituals you have decided are yours. Um, or that you have decided to partake in. Um, and we also, establish clearer boundaries we also are more familiar of what are, is our own you know because we're doing we're doing the shadow work we're uh, we're um accepting that like oh yeah this is this is my stuff i i I'm, I'm gonna go home and think about this can i just take a mental health day and go home and think about it <laughs> um because i'm gonna need all day <laughs>
2: um, oh my god can we just say how necessary it is for moving forward mental health days people need them mental health days are as important as sick days if your stomach is upset your body is sick if you need a mental health day it's because your brain is sick and you need to just take a minute and get yourself back to a healthy place Mm
0: -hmm. and we're much more productive when we're in a healthy place like And we're in a space where we can focus on what we're doing. We don't need to spend 40 hours a week at a job. We can do the same work in 20 some hours, you know, like it, you, you don't need to be, be there for that long. And, um, especially in a production driven, um, field or society, uh, you know sometimes in like fields like mine like you're not so so much productive you just kind of sometimes you're just a warm body being there in case you're needed um but that that's a whole different kettle to address some other day
1: but knowing like what you can give to to other people and like because like we were saying like people are maybe going to be attracted to some of what we're kind of giving off. Um, and also like just knowing, knowing yourself, like, no, like me, I, I know what I need to do for myself. I need to do like yoga has to be done five to six days a week with a meditation afterwards where I just can like let myself go for at least 15, 20 minutes. And that's like a daily practice. And that's just what I need to like be where I'm at. But that doesn't mean that that's what everyone else needs you know and just and not not passing judgment on yourself like and maybe there's there's times and there's definitely been times in my life where I'm like I I just need like you know a walk in the woods two times a week and, I, and I'm good to go but like getting to know yourself so that you know exactly what you need and not judging what others need or you know there's not like we're all different, right?
2: Well, exactly. And like we were even talking uh before we hit record, and um, Sarah was mentioning how much like the the sun had been affecting her or lack of, and um, that's absolutely like the case for you know people up in up north. I was talking about um people in Nunavut who don't have um nearly as much sunlight, and that it really just affects them that you can you can see it statistically how much it affects them and then it just goes to prove how much each of us need things differently like not everybody needs 50 hours of sunlight a week but you know not everybody can also sustain themselves off 10 hours of sunlight a week and lots of people are like I need 10 glasses of water. There's a big thing going around in the collective where everybody's talking about how they can't have caffeine anymore. I'm in that boat, can't have coffee anymore. And it's like, other people are like, no, no, I I definitely need my cup of coffee. And you just really have to hone in your own journey, hold space for other people. If it works for them, allow them to live that way like stay in your own lane I think that a lot of us have so much to discover about ourselves like who the hell has time to discover anything for anyone else right now
0: yeah I self-medicate my ADHD with caffeine so you know
2: <laughs> I think I was giving myself ADHD and anxiety by drinking coffee so <laughs> yeah and that's good to be aware of
0: So what other um, methods of protection do you guys use?
2: Um, every morning when I wake up before I even get out of bed, I say good morning to my guide team. I literally just sit up and I'm like, good morning guide team. Hello. Like I'm grateful for you guys to be here with me today. Then I call in my protective animals, my spirit animals, and anybody else who wishes to walk with me on my journey for my highest good. Um, and then I kind of just have that intention, um, and I definitely notice the days when I skip that part. That like it's quiet, and sometimes I do intentionally skip that part when I take days off because everybody needs rest, and I don't need all of them talking in my ear all the time. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, my morning routine is just is just saying hello to my body making sure that i'm like actually there and i will literally watch the letters like go down into my torso and down into my legs and my arms and then i always set my crown at whatever color feels right for that day and try to kind of check in with that color throughout the day because i tend to match whatever's with me but if i can like blast out the color that i want to stay at um for those of you who haven't done this before it it the easiest one to match is just to like to go out in Mother Nature and like match the greens of the trees or the browns of the tre- whatever you know whatever color and that kind of helps me hold that um, and I also will will use the protective roses around me if I need you know if I'm going into a social situation or some I mean during COVID it was definitely at the grocery store like I will see the energetic rose like out beyond my aura about six feet and I'll picture a rose there, and then I'll duplicate it um, on four sides above and below, and then I really, like, watch that all kind of, like, grid together, and again, this is all just in my head, so then I don't, you know, there's, there's like, a buffer there with the intention that it will absorb energy that's coming at me that I don't need to be absorbing, um, but I also will, like, I'll throw a rose at somebody if they just, I don't know. Sometimes I throw a rose at a television show if it's like, I don't want to cry that much because I'm so like <laughs> oh unblown on gosh. TV. <laughs> I,
2: I love, I love that you use roses. I, I definitely, I use imagery. Like I'm, I'm the same way. I will cry so hard on a TV show. And I'm like, first of all, they're faking it. you're you're not actually crying over you're not actually crying over what they're doing on the show you're crying over the emotion that the actor tapped into in order to exude that emotion on the tv and so i like i'll just picture myself rolling up a car window and like in between me and the the screen and i'm like just just cut it off i don't want that emotion
1: (laughs) i like that imagery too
2: And then, of course, I think I had touched on the last recording about how I will put myself inside of a protection balloon as well, and that I'll line that balloon with anything that is necessary. Also, the grocery store is a big one for me, and I basically just put up cement walls. When I go to the grocery store, I'm like, nobody talk to me. (laughs) I just put my headphones
1: (laughs) in. Yeah, headphones. Did you guys know that when you wear um, sunglasses, you're invisible? Yeah, yeah, that's, a yeah thing. That. that's a thing. I, <laughs> I think it's- Actually, I that. was
2: just I was just reading um, this thing in animal speak um, about an exercise that you can do. And I really want to try it. They say to like stand next to a wall. So I know that anybody listening cannot see that I have like a golden yellow wall behind me. But if I were to like stand by, by this golden yellow wall and I tried to match that color, setting myself to invisible, If I go out in the world, the book is like, you will be surprised at how many people bump into you. I'm so sorry. I didn't even see you. How many times you'll walk into a room and people are like, when did you get here? I never even noticed that you got here. And so I'm like, I want to try that one because instead of just being like, I'm protected, I could just walk around invisible.
0: (laughs) And that's, that's kind of my default mode. I just, I am constantly going, I'm invisible. Nobody sees me like, like. On the, unless I'm having a, a Leo uh day, but <laughs> uh have those with fair regularity also. But like most of the time, I was like I'm invisible because that's how I stayed safe. Like is by keeping that um like vibration. Like no, like you can't see me. You can't feel my feel. Fa- you can't feel my feelings. Like you can't. You're not getting nothing from from me. And so, um, I'm flailing here. Um, but also in the mornings, I will call my own energy back, um, and I'll close my my portals because I, I go, I go, I go far and far and wide when I am sleeping, and then I will um, also. Do the like Reiki pillars and a little Reiki session for myself, like just a like, and that's like just kind of like bringing myself into my each of my chakras, kind of thing. Kind of like you do, Shanna.
1: Did you say you do that in the morning, or you, do you do that before you go to sleep too?
0: I usually do like the Reiki part of it um, in the morning and and at night, but I'm I do the pillars in the morning because I feel like that's a good way to start my um, morning off.
1: Well, and I think we're you know we're all we're kind of all saying the same thing, just in our own modalities. What 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 just works for
2: for us visually I think that that's exactly what the entire process is all about that we are all really doing the same thing how it works for us
1: (laughs) yeah because I've definitely I I wanted to kind of like test this out so I would just you know do you ever like just pay attention to different teachers different podcasts, and just like kind of try to break it down and be like okay yeah they are they're saying the same thing they're just using this this modality to do. And I guess I just needed to hear that because of my own religious traumatic background of them being like, this is the only way. And um, yeah, so it's interesting. And even, I mean, even some of it does carry over into like what the religion says. They just have such weird strict whatever's um, like guidelines or whatever around it. It's just awful, but yeah. What
2: do you do? Just what do you do before you go to sleep at night? Do you have anything for that? Yeah, I, I do. Um, I I know that when when I dream, I really just leave my body. So before I go to sleep at night, I ask for my protection, uh, my protective animals and spirit guides and stuff to just watch over my body while I'm gone. Um <laughs> to I don't know, just ensure that my space is kept safe. Um and Yeah, that's that's pretty well it. (laughs) I also do set like intention for the night um, for what I'm going to do in the astral space. And I usually cycle between four different things. Um, I'll either ask to go to like art school, um, psychic school, or I'll ask to rest or I'll ask to play so that I can just straight up go have fun.
1: Yeah, I love that. I've um, been doing a lot of work with the astral body and the way that I was taught is that we can create multiple astral bodies. So sometimes if things get like a little murky with like waking up or remembering things or whatever, you can kind of, there's a practice of kind of going back and like seeing if you've left multiple astral bodies somewhere, usually like in your room and you can like clear those out.
2: Um, Okay, wait, this is, this is kind of blowing my mind. So like are you talking about like when you have like those multiple waking up moments like where you wake up and you start your day and you're doing something and then all of a sudden you wake up in bed again because you didn't actually start your day like you were just in a different ash like you were in a different place
1: (laughs) yeah like I think that can be part of it and like cleaning that up like every night before I go to bed I I set my protective roses in the four corners of my room. I grid my groom, room out. I grid my house out. I grid my property out. And then I close down all the mirrors, the portals, and then I prepare my ast- I asked actually asked one of my beings to prepare my astral body and I'll like look up to where I like I have like a window that I usually go out in my room and I'll like clean that up with a rose but I'll also like clean up whatever astral body was left from the night before. And I'll like shoot that out and just like so that everything like can stay as like clean because otherwise yeah I would have I would have those moments where I I actually went through a period of my life where I would call my mom every morning and be like mom my am, am I awake like tell me something that you're doing right now that makes you know because I wasn't sure because I and I now looking back think it was because my astral bodies were just like Like they need to be
2: cleaned (laughs) out. And isn't it wild just how realistic it is? Like I, I went through a period of time where I was like not sleeping. Um, And so when I did sleep, I would sleep so deeply that like when I would wake up in the next, like the next morning, I would wake up and I would start getting dressed and I would feel myself put my clothes on. I would feel the floor underneath my feet. I was awake. I'd be getting ready for work. I'd go to leave my apartment. I'd open the door and wake up in bed again. And so it was like super disorientating. And I actually hadn't heard anything like anybody else talk about that before until it happened to my girlfriend just the other day. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. And now you're talking about like cleaning up astral bodies. And I'm like, ooh, (laughs) perhaps. So
0: almost every night I take a bath um, and with a couple times a week, at least, I put like salt in there, and I do Him- Himalayan salt and pink salt, and the I usually do like a third of each, so like Epsom salt, Himalayan pink salt, and uh, baking soda. So like between the three of those, they have a lot of like health benefits, like physical body benefits as well, but they're also cleansing and protecting. And then I also have a lavender salt scrub that I use if I'm feeling like I particularly need to wash the day away. Um, And be like, while I'm doing that, like I'm calling my own energy back and um, returning any energy of anybody else to them or to the, to, to the to third heaven is what I do, but you can do to the earth. um, And it's not necessarily bad energy and it's not necessarily them throwing bad energy at me. It's sometimes me taking their energy or like me, like it's most of the time me willingly giving them my energy. um, And so I think it's important for me to, to call those things back and then I do a little meditation before I go to bed usually and um I have I have dogs and my one dog uh, Julia, is super she's a higher dimensional being for sure Jess <laughs> can attest to that but she's
2: okay yes I certainly can because Juliet has come to me in my meditations before I would like message Sarah and be like so um I was meditating and I had my eyes closed and then all of a sudden Juliet's big freaking face was right there
0: she's a giant mouser so her nose is her nose
2: is like the size of my face yeah
0: she and she's She's in my meditations with me. Um, she likes to sit on my like if I'm in my recliner meditating. That's a nice place to meditate. Um, she'll like lay on top of me while we're while I'm doing that, and she'll she'll journey with me. Um, and that's that's always fun. And so she also kind of clears out my space and she's like invited mary into into this astral stuff sometimes like it's like oh hi i didn't know you you were gonna come too like i'm so excited to see you that's my other dog she's collie. um so um but they're they're both there and they i think they often will protect my space and um I also have had things in my bedroom. I live in a hundred-year-old house. There are things that live here. There are ghosties and just the residual feelings. Like, this house is well-loved, so um, it doesn't have a lot of negative um, stuff in it. However, like, there are things here. And there was something in where I moved my room to. Um that was bothering Barry, and so i had to it, it's in the basement so it's not like i have a window i can oh like i don't actually have a window in my room yeah super safe i know um but i would uh picture a vacuum like just vacuuming it out and like it worked for a couple weeks and then she'd come back and then i was talking to Karen Rontowski on a different podcast and she suggested that I ask that that being whatever it is to shield itself from from Mary because it bothers her and it's like oh yeah of course and so like I just kind of made that agreement with it like that it's just not going to show itself to Mary because it makes Mary uncomfortable it doesn't bother me it doesn't bother Juliet. But it bothers Mary.
1: I haven't had a
2: problem
1: since. <laughs> That's such I a can
2: totally. Oh no, go ahead. I was just gonna say I can totally attest to the whole thing about animals and seeing things that aren't there. I also live in a one hundred year old house, and I have two cats, and one of which often just sits on the very edge of the closet and just stares into the closet. And I'm like, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. Especially cause that's the one closet that I always like feel something. Um, I wouldn't even say off about it. Just as energetically present, you know, <laughs> it, um, and it's weird because when I open up that um, cupboard behind the shelves is a unit that goes like, there's a hole cut, and it goes into the wall, and there's, like, a cement part and another hole cut, and I'm like, it is weird. <laughs> there's definitely, I know, there's definitely some shady stuff about that, but um, it's never cause problems other than just wanting its space. And I say, like, if you want to just stay in there, like you just stay like, but you're not allowed to be around me or my animals and anything like that. So my my cats just often just stare at the closet because I'm sure it's just sitting there, <laughs> staring back at them.
1: Yeah. I mean animals are huge, huge protectors, like not just like spirit animals, but just like here we have a a cat that came with the house and quickly came to find out that like this cat is like connected to this land and we we call him the mayor because like when people when people come and stay here they'll camp in our backyard and he'll come around and just like look and make sure that everything's okay okay everything's all right okay and he's always on patrol and i've done I've done a, um, a journey with him where I was able to like see through his eyes and he like took me into places and he actually showed me like one of, I have um, a friend that, that passed that's that he's dead, but he had, he has chosen not to cross over and he just wanders the earth. Um, and he showed me that, oh, Tony's in the kitchen right now. And I didn't even realize that. And he's like showing me these things, but they, I mean, they I really pay attention when he like has something going on, and um, there was a point where I I I accidentally, on purpose, I don't know, made a portal in the in the back, um, and thought that I could leave a being to kind of like have, like open and close it as he as he felt necessary. I thought that was okay, um, and then the cat was like freaking out, freaking out, freaking out. And I was finally like, all right, I got to take back the power. I got to just shut this down and keep it shut myself. And I had to like talk to the being that was back there and tell them. And then the cat was like, okay, I'm fine. I'm cool. It's okay. But they tell you, I mean,
2: yeah, sometimes screaming literally, (laughs) but yeah.
1: Oh, and there's Juliet.
2: Oh yes. A hundred percent. That's like hex. Um, my, my other cat, he wakes me up either at three Oh three or at three thirty three, 33, almost every morning I was sending Sarah screenshots of it for, Oh God, I probably stopped after we hit the two month mark, but I was like, it's never going to stop. <laughs> this is my life. It is forever. I do still do it on occasion. I'm just like, look, are we surprised <laughs> it's still happening, but yes, they absolutely know. Um, It's like my other cat Wicca, like she'll only come and lay on me if I'm not feeling well. And usually that's because like I'm either ungrounded or like, well, usually when I have the flu, I just fly around outside of my body. I just kind of like flail outside of my body. Because I don't want to feel like that, so <laughs> I just eject. <laughs> but like, I'll, I'll lay on the couch or whatever, and she'll come and lay right on top of me. And that's one of the only times that she ever like actually physically lays on top of me. She's not a very cuddly cat. <laughs> <But> <laughs> she knows.
1: Yeah, oh, I know for sure.
0: Julia gets in my face if I'm having anxiety. Um, and sometimes she does it just to check on me. If I cough or sneeze or something, she's like gets in my face and it's like sniffing at me and like licking my face and stuff but like she just wants to make sure she's like are you okay and as soon as i'm like i'm okay i'm safe like i'm happy like i'm safe it's cool she's perfectly fine um the only time she's ever jumped up on me like in public when we were in a store was when there was a little dog there was a, a little yorkie that and the lady I was talking to had, and it wouldn't stop barking, which is not Juliet's jam anyway. Um, and she, I was getting anxious because Juliet, like I was like, oh, Juliet's not gonna like this. <laughs> and so she jumped up in my and got in my face because she's, you know, as tall as almost as tall as me when she stands on her hind legs. And she's like, looks at me, and she's like, "Uh, we need to go." <laughs> like, I'm like, "Okay, I'll wrap this up with with this human who doesn't doesn't understand what you're saying." Um, but she's she, it, it, she needs to be my service dog because she's just she's constantly doing that. She she knows notices when I'm having anxiety before I do, and she notices those kind of things. And like even when I. First, got her. My mom was like, "Yeah, you need to figure out how to make it so you can just take her everywhere with you because you need her." So
1: so good to have them. Do we have any any last super like I don't know like your best protective modality that maybe you didn't already talk about? Anyone have any like final like you this is awesome for
2: me (laughs) belief wholehearted belief I had somebody ask me not too long ago they're like well don't don't you just imagine like it's just your imagination it's just your imagination yeah it is it is your imagination you are the magic you are the power you have all of the control imagine it and let it be and you have to just believe that it is because if you don't believe that it is your disbelief will be manifested and it won't happen if you believe that it will happen your belief will be manifested and it will happen
0: you know you're knowing that it will happen because you've set that intention um standing in your power uh, and knowing that you're a powerful being and you are more powerful than whatever is trying to get to you. Um, and that, that goes to, you know, your boss is being a jerk that day. And, like, your boss just had a bad day and so is uh, trying to make your day bad as well. And you're more powerful than that. uh, Smoke clearing and sound clearing. um, Also, like, just play some music that you want to, that matches the vibration you want your space to have, you know, whatever that is for that day.
1: I love that. I love it. Yeah, just, yeah, being strong. And, you know, there's always, or some of us have those voices that are just like, will tell us like this isn't real or this isn't. But yeah, just knowing what you are and knowing what those different voices may say that may try to throw you off, whatever you want it. If it's, it's ego or whatever, but yeah, yeah. Y'all said it good. Said it good. Said it the best. <laughs> no. Set in the space. So we're set in the space. We're. For-
2: Exactly. Pencils out. Got
0: this. Like
1: real adults and things.
2: Real adults. Oh.
1: (sighs)